At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome into Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, where you'll get all your sports handicapping needs for the upcoming college football bowl season, week 14 in the NFL, and your Saturday night in the NBA. I'm Mark Zinno. Thank you so much for joining me. Also coming up on the show, a complete breakdown of the 122nd installment of Army-Navy as well to help us get through the college football playoffs and the New Year's Six Bowls. John Michael from 680 The Fan will join us. And through the NFL in Week 14, Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus will join us as well coming up on the show. And we will start in the NFL in Week 14 where there are plays that I have coming up. And I'm going to start with one of my bigger plays of the weekend as the Cleveland Browns are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland laying two and a half in this game, with a total of around 42. And I like the Browns in this spot. It's a very unique position that the Browns are in. Having played the Ravens two weeks ago, having a bye week and playing them again, essentially playing the Ravens back-to-back. Now, this is a situation for the Cleveland Browns where they have struggled to get betters to the window the last three weeks. 0-3 against the spread, including a 16-10 loss to the Ravens two weeks ago. But this is a Browns team that desperately needed a bye to get healthy and find their way back towards the top of the AFC North. The Ravens, conversely, after a tough loss in Pittsburgh on Sunday night, continued to have mounting injuries on their side of the ball. The latest, Marlon Humphrey, their cornerback, their all-pro cornerback, is out for the season with a torn pectoral muscle. And really, the only thing left for the Ravens at this point in time is Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has to continue to play at a superiorly high level in order to get the Ravens to win. This is a team, the Ravens, that have flirted with danger all year long. There really have been only two games where they have been able to separate from their opponents when they beat the Chargers 34-6 to and uh, when they really kind of uh, came back against Indianapolis, or, I'm sorry, against Denver, rather, 23-7. to Those are the games right there that they've blown teams out. Other than that, this team has been involved in very close games, and only the third time this year the Ravens will be a dog. The two previous times, they actually won outright in both of them. I mentioned the aforementioned game against Denver and, of course, the game earlier this year against Kansas City. But as the Browns get healthier in this spot, I believe Baker Mayfield, much-needed rest for him and his bad shoulder. This offense will start to turn things around a little bit. And this Browns defense 
one of the more talented ones in the league, should create a lot of problems. Offensively, the Ravens still have some wide receivers, but Lamar Jackson has been turnover prone, including four interceptions last week. They have a minus eight turnover differential on the season, and that's problematic. And while turnovers aren't predictive, I would tell you that this Cleveland defense will likely see some opportunities to take the ball away and get some extra possessions. This is a must-win spot for the Cleveland Browns. If they have any hope of taking the division, they've got to win this one, considering the Ravens already won the first matchup in the season. They trail the Ravens in the standings by two games. This is a spot for the Cleveland Browns where if they lose this one, they're destined for a wild card and also puts them at 6-7 and seven in a spot where they are on the outside looking in of the AFC playoff race. So, I like the Browns in a very desperate spot, despite despite the fact that they are a favorite here, uh, which wouldn't lead to the fact that they're a more desperate team. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I think a lot of the public would back the Ravens getting points, but this is a spot right here for the Browns where I truly believe that they're going to have to put together one of their better games of the season to hope to win it. And what could be one of the more exciting and fun games of Week 14 in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are at home hosting the Las Vegas Raiders, where the Raiders are catching nine and a half points in this spot. Kansas City, another team that has been plagued by turnovers and mistakes. Patrick Mahomes clearly not having his best season, being very streaky at times. They have a minus five turnover differential as well. Now, what's interesting, heading into this matchup, you sort of have two teams that are trending in different directions. The Kansas City Chiefs, in their last five matchups, have given up 17, 7, 14, 9, and 9. Their defense is playing really well. However, comma, <laughs> This is still a defense that ranks in the bottom third of the league of total defense. And what that tells you over the last five weeks is how bad their defense was over the first seven weeks of football because they've been able to hold teams under 20 for five consecutive weeks and are still a bottom third team in defense in the NFL. But I do give credit to the Kansas City defense because they are playing well. Now, conversely, for the Raiders, an offense that was humming earlier in the year that broke 30 Five out of their first seven games of the season. In their last five games, they've only broken 30 once. That was on Thanksgiving against the Dallas Cowboys. Every other game, they failed to break 20. So it looks like the Raiders' offense may be struggling a little bit. And I wonder how much the loss of John Gruden clearly has had an effect on the offense and their ability to score points. I think that's certainly a part of it. But one of the bigger things that's been a challenge for the Raiders is really finding Darren Waller, their tight end, and he's been a guy who's been really quiet. Fantasy owners will tell you that if you're into daily fantasy and things of that nature. He really hasn't been a guy that's been producing a lot. I believe they will start to get him more involved in the offense, especially in a game against the Kansas City Chiefs, where it should be fairly easy to score. A lot, both, a lot of these games between these two teams are high scoring, so the over might not be a bad play with a total set at 48 and a half, but... I like the Raiders catching this many points here. Now, Kansas City has only had two blowouts on the, or three blowouts on the year, I should say, against Philadelphia, against Washington. Those are two NFC East teams. Do they really count? I'm not really sure. But their other blowout earlier in the year was against the Las Vegas Raiders in a 41-14 win for the Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of these games have been close. They've been competitive. They've been a lot of fun to watch. This is just too many points for me to give a divisional opponent. I get that the Chiefs are home, and I understand that they're tough, but this is the Raiders again. This is another team that's sort of in a desperate spot in the AFC where you have a bunch of teams sitting at 6-6 six and six or 6-7 six and seven or 7-6 seven and six right there that desperately need wins. Kansas City's sort of in the driver's seat being in first place right now in the AFC West, but this is still a spot here where the Raiders – if they lose, they may be on the outside looking in and may never be able to recover. So from that standpoint, I don't think the Raiders necessarily are a great play on the money line, but I like them to keep this closer than nine and a half points in a division game. And the Raiders always play the Chiefs tough. If you look at the last couple of meetings, uh, two out of the last three, the Raiders have managed to win outright. So it's not totally impossible for the Raiders to go out and beat this team. I do have some concerns about how well their offense could be going. Josh Jacobs should have a very big day. Kansas City's got one of the worst run defenses in the league. So if they can do that, Derek Carr continues to play really consistent at quarterback. This is a spot for the Raiders where it should be a number that they can easily cover uh, and, and hopefully, you know, for their sake, get a win. But just nine and a half points is too many points for my liking at this point. One of my favorite plays of the week coming up here in the district as the Washington football team will host the Dallas Cowboys, Washington catching four and a half points in a total of 48. And this is, you know, that number alone, the total is 
begging me to take the under because I do believe this will be a lower scoring contest, but I love Washington here getting four and a half points. There are so many things about Washington that are favorable in this spot. They have the number three rush defense in the league, and this is a defense that struggled earlier on in the year. And despite losing Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and other players defensively to injuries at points throughout the season, this is a defense that has really rallied over the course of the last five weeks. They've only given up more than 20 once, and that was to the Buccaneers, and I'm sorry, to the Panthers, rather, and they've held teams to under 20 in four of the last five contests. So this defense is starting to get right in the right spot. They've won and covered four weeks in a row, the Washington football team has. And this is a spot where we're here where I'm not even afraid to play Washington on the money line uh, in an NFC East battle. The Cowboys have struggled offensively since Amari Cooper has gone out, with the exception of beating up on Atlanta uh, and beating up on some bad defenses throughout the year. Again, they scored 40 against Philadelphia, bad defense, 40 against the Giants, a bad defense, and 40 against Atlanta, bad defenses. Against good defenses, they seem to struggle offensively. Only scored 20 off the Chargers, only scored 20 against the Vikings, and only scored 27 last week against the New Orleans Saints, who have one of the better defenses in the league. Washington's defense starting to come around. Now, the Cowboys will get Amari Cooper back in this game, and that should help them offensively because since he's gone out, they've struggled to really find their offensive identity. And part of that, too, is that the running game has gone away for them. Zeke has been stuffed on a routine basis. Tony Pollard now probably out with an injury in this game. I don't love Zeke uh, in this spot because he's not going to have a ton of room to run. And from that standpoint, if it makes the Cowboys one-dimensional, that's advantage Redskins or advantage Washington football team, rather. I can't believe I just slipped and called them uh, that name uh, after all this time. Anyway, regardless, this is a spot here for Washington uh, where I love them getting points, and I certainly like them on the money line. Uh, they can win this game outright. This is a really advantageous spot for a Washington team, again, that needs to win another 6-6 six and six team that's two games behind the Cowboys with another matchup looming in two weeks. And just so you know, the look-ahead line for that is Dallas minus five, that game obviously being in Dallas. But still, uh, this is a spot here where if Washington loses, they're going to be chasing and going to need a ton of help just to get to the playoffs. There are, again, there are a bunch of other NSF teams hanging around that 500 mark. So this is not one they can afford to lose from a tiebreaker standpoint, uh, from a division standpoint. I really like Washington catching four and a half in this spot. Final game that I'm on this weekend, Tennessee Titans laying eight and a half at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars, total of 44. Titans coming off a bye in their last game when they got blown out by the New England Patriots, 36-13. If this isn't a get-right spot for the Titans, who have lost two in a row, I don't know what is. Jacksonville's offense is inept. They can't do anything offensively. They have no running game anymore. James Robinson, here's a great stat. When he runs for under 70 yards, the Jags are 1-11 straight up. This should be an easy cover for a Titans team that's getting a little bit healthier. They're going to get Julio Jones back. Clearly still no Derrick Henry. They'll be without A.J. Brown. Julio Jones should be enough to push this team to cover more than the touchdown spread. Not scared of laying that big of a number here with the Tennessee Titans. So that will get us through the NFL slate to start. Much more to come from the guys who play in the pros to the guys who show up on Saturday. We'll take a look at Army-Navy and the college football bowl season up next here on VSIN. It is Point Spread Saturday. I am Mark Zeno. Thank you for watching us here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. A new episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from the Global Symposium on Racing in Tucson, Arizona. Former Congressman Tom Rooney is the new president of the National Thoroughbred Racing Association. Shannon Arvin is the CEO at Keeneland. They discuss the sport's new federal regulations plus ideas on how to integrate horse racing into betting on other sports. From Las Vegas, Johnny Avello of DraftKings Sportsbook Handicaps Weekend Races. Subscribe free at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it now at vcin.com slash podcasts. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday, Saturday here on vcin. I'm Mark Zinno. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we will be joined by John Michaels of 680 The Fan coming up here in a little more than 10 minutes as we'll go through the college football playoffs, including the New Year's Six Bowls with a handicap there coming up. But I do want to start with the final regular season game of the college football season, standalone game, the 122nd installment of Army-Navy to be played today at MetLife Stadium. And the line, Army minus seven, and the total, a daring 34 or 34 and a half, depending on where you get it. And obviously the story of this game from a betting standpoint is that the under has come in 15 consecutive years. And this total uh, is not statistically based in any size, way, shape, or form. I, I think odds makers are essentially daring you to bet the under. These are two teams that combine to score 55 points a game. They're two combined to give up 52 points a game. So when a total is set initially at 37 and quickly bet down, down, down into the 34 range, um, it's telling you exactly, oddsmakers are telling you exactly what they think of this 15-year run. The weather today at MetLife Stadium expected to be unseasonably balmy, 65 degrees. However, they're calling for a 60% chance of rain. So what does that mean for the total? It wouldn't shock me if an over came in in this spot. Army's offense is really good. Their quarterback, Christian Anderson, has rushed for over 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. They also have four players who have rushed for at least 300 yards and between 300 and 500 yards on the season. So clearly, this is an offense that can score. In fact, against a Power 5 defense, not a very good one, I'll add, in Wake Forest, Army did manage to put up 56 points. They gave up 70 in that game. But nonetheless, my point being that the Army offense is good enough to score when needed against opponents. What makes this tough is that the only other team in the country that runs the triple option and they're well-versed in how to defend it is the midshipmen of Navy. So that's why this game has always been tight. It's always been close. But what's interesting to note is that only five times in the last 15 years has the total of this game even reached 40. And the last time it happened was in 2013. So once again, I mentioned oddsmakers daring you to take the under in this spot. As far as the side is concerned, Army laying seven, and the number has come down. It was seven and a half earlier in the week. And I was saying earlier in the week, I don't do it often. But as an Army guy, and for those of you who don't know, I spent 22 years in the military, still serving in the National Guard. So I'm all Army in this one. Emotionally, I'm all Army. But that said, from a betting standpoint, I told people earlier in the week, I don't do it often, but I would buy the half point if the number was seven and a half just to cover myself. And the reasoning behind that is because these are very traditional scoring games between Army and Navy when you look at it. They're 17-10 games. They are 21, 
you know, 14 kind of games. It, there's not a lot of odd scoring. There's 21-17. So that hook will easily come into play because these these games sort of just lend to that ide- ideology that it's going to be sort of round numbers. You know, when you do your box pulls in the NFL for the Super Bowl, you get a seven and a zero, you're happy. Even two years ago, the Army was favored by seven and a half, and they won the game 17-10, and it was a missed field goal by Army that led them to not covering in that spot by the half point. So the fact that this number has come down lends to people take Army. You cover yourself with a little bit of a push here. But I think Army can cover this number. Uh, I, I, they're, they're more talented than Navy. They are a team that's deeper than Navy offensively. Jeff Munkin, who's got this team going to another bowl again, there's a lot on the line for him and his team this year. They've already beaten Air Force. The Commander-in-Chief trophy is right there in their grasp. If they win this one, they'll take it once again. So obviously the game being personal and the best rivalry in college football, but this is a spot where Navy just can't keep up. I give them a little credit. Five of their eight losses this year, as Navy is three and eight straight up, five of their eight losses have been by one score, including games against Cincinnati and Tulsa. So against superior opponents, they've been able to be competitive. And I think they will be competitive in this game. I think the question is, will Navy try and take enough shots to get a lead against Army? Somebody at some point is going to throw the ball in this game. Uh, They do it every year. Somebody's going to take a shot. And if they complete it, it's a huge momentum swing. Uh, when I say take a shot like a pass down the field, if it's a huge momentum swing if they can complete it. And if they do, you know, that could be something that turns the tide of the game. And uh, if that's the case, if Navy's the one to do it, that 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 minus seven for Army could be a little bit scary. But I know Army and Jeff Munkin aren't afraid to throw the ball. They've done it with some regularity, comparatively speaking, to years past with Christian Anderson, their quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Army take the shot. How much will the weather play into? How much they're going to try and pass? Who knows? I would look and wait as close as you can until kickoff or get the best number you feel like you can if it's at seven uh, because the weather clearly may dictate how much they're willing to take a chance. Um, It's not, again, the, the over in this game, I don't think it's illogical to think that it can come in given these two offenses and the way that they've played this year. My biggest concern with the weather and the rain is that a fumble inside the red zone as one of these teams is going in may be your best shot to get to an over and it could absolutely kill it um and, and so from that standpoint again as i said earlier while turnovers aren't predictive i just don't know if i have enough guts to put it on the over uh in this spot uh, but i am on army minus seven today so it's one of my bets for uh this afternoon and i'll sit back and and, and watch army navy and all the pageantry that comes with it and certainly enjoy it. Now, some of the more interesting props that are out there, and this is a lot of fun if you can get a hold of these things, but Bet, Bet MGM has some props. For Army to win by one to six points is plus 360, which might not be a bad hedge if you're taking Army minus seven, right? Uh, you know, uh, for what you're getting at it, nearly three and a half to one, that's, a, that's not a bad hedge right there just to cover yourself if you're going down that road. But the value play, and it pains me to say it, Navy uh, to win by one to six points on BetMGM plus 625. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Again, I think Army's clearly better, but these games are always you know, competitive and tight uh, for the most part. And to get that kind of value at, at better than six to one, that is juicy to take Navy in that spot. Uh, a couple of other props for them. Neither team to reach 20 points plus 185. Um, I pause because I think Army can get to 20. They should get to 20 in this game. If they don't, Navy has done an incredible job at slowing down an offense that averages 35 points a game. Uh, So I I think Army can exceed 20. Both teams to score 30 or more points, 28 to 1, plus 2,800. Uh, That (laughs) is the definition of a long shot in this spot. But still, I think uh, definitively, you know, uh, Navy – at plus 625 to win by one to six points is incredible value if you're into that prop market. So uh, everybody sit back and enjoy Army and Navy today. I know I will. All right, let's turn our attention to the college football playoff semifinals as we get Alabama against Cincinnati and you get Michigan against Georgia. And we'll start with Alabama-Cincinnati. Bama laying 14, 13 and a half, depending on where it is uh, and where you shop around. And the number seems about right to me the question for me is as we've seen alabama throughout the latter part of these seasons being two touchdown favorites three touchdown favorites and failing to get better to the window 
is troubling. The way they showed up against Georgia had been one of the more surprising things that I've seen, given how bad their offensive line played, especially the week before when they gave up seven sacks to Auburn, and how much they were able to find holes in Georgia's defense. It was an incredible game plan by Nick Saban and company. They certainly took advantage of it. A lot of short passes. Bryce Young, the quarterback for Alabama, took off and ran more than he ever has this season. And so if Alabama comes into this with a good game plan, the way they did against Georgia, I don't have any reservations about laying the two touchdowns with Bama. They're just flat out better. Um, I would probably lean on the over because Cincinnati can score and, and will be able to, you know, their quarterback Desmond Riddler is not afraid to take shots down the field. So they certainly will do that. But I think overall, you know, Bama talent-wise is a clear gap between Cincinnati and Bama. And maybe this is the year after this, we end the non-Power 5 school in the college football playoff experiment. If Bama blows their doors off, they should. Michigan and Georgia. A simple question for people, and think about this logically. Is Michigan the best defense in the college football playoff? With lean on, yes. They certainly have the best pass rushers in the college football playoff. And it could be troublesome for a Georgia offensive line that was beat up by the Crimson Tide in the SEC championship game. Georgia has a little bit of time to get this thing right. There's been a lot of talk about changing the quarterback. I don't think that was an issue. I think Kirby, head coach of Georgia, was out-schemed, out-maneuvered, out-adjusted, and out-coached in that game. And that's the reason why Georgia lost. Uh, I understand the line where it is. It's hard for me not to look at Michigan right now as the better team. A little bit of recency bias, but uh, Michigan feels like the right side in that one. We'll discuss football bowl games and the New Year's Six bowl games coming up next. John Michael, 680 The Fan in Atlanta, will join us right here on VSIN on Point Spread Saturday, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Point Spread Saturday is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning nicotine products, only addictive chemical. Yes, they are. Addictive is Point Spread Saturday. Welcome back in. I'm Mark Zinno. As we continue on here on this Saturday morning with you till 10 a.m. on the East Coast, 7 a.m. out in the desert. And we certainly appreciate you guys joining us as we get ready for some college football action. Bowl season coming up upon us. And here to preview some of the college football playoff bowls and the New Year's Six Bowls with us from 680 to Fan in Atlanta. It's my good friend John Michaels joining us here on Sports Spread, uh, Point Spread Saturday. John, welcome, man. Thanks for joining me. Anytime, Mark. It's great to be up. Although outside of Army and Navy, it feels weird on a Saturday not having college football going. I know we're at that point uh, again. I will. I will tell everybody uh, just beat Navy, and that's that's a good enough win for me on the day. <laughs> even I'm going to lay the seven with Army. Uh, but let's look at the college football playoff semifinals: uh, Alabama and Cincinnati. You know I, I, what's troubling about Alabama laying two touchdowns in this spot? Again, we've seen them earlier this year as a two-touchdown favorite and a three-touchdown favorite multiple times. Failed a couple. Uh, and teams and in games that they should have separated against and didn't against Florida, against Tennessee, uh, you know, clearly against Auburn, against LSU. These were games that they were heavy favorites and weren't able to cover. Do you have any concerns about which Alabama team is going to show up in the semifinal? Will it be one of those teams that played against LSU and Auburn or will it be the one that showed up against Georgia? No, because we've seen Nick Saban in semifinal games when he has a month to get ready for somebody, he dissects and finds every single weakness that that team has. Cincinnati's issue is they don't score the ball all that well. Desmond Ritter's a great quarterback, but they really want to play ball control and play defense, kind of the Luke Fickle way. They may have the best pair of defensive backs in all of college football, and I know a lot of people don't pay attention because it's Cincinnati. But no, I really think Alabama found their swagger in the SEC title game. They had a week or two to really dissect what uh, Kirby Smart and company wanted to do. Now you give them a month to dissect what Cincinnati's going to do. I think Alabama has a chance to cover this number pretty easily and win this football game. 
Over to the other semifinal between Georgia and Michigan, a lot more questions. And again, I try to avoid recency bias against what I saw with Georgia. But it begs the question because we said it all throughout the season. Well, Georgia's defense isn't really being tested. Well, Georgia's offense, they've never really had to score in moments in games. And both those things came to fruition in the SEC championship game. And it's fair to ask, is Georgia as good as we thought they were? And I would also assert, John, and I've said this, that Michigan may be the best defense left in the college football playoff. Well, I'll still err on the side that Georgia's the best defense left in the college football playoffs. One game against Alabama when Bryce Young and those receivers were clicking. I'm not going to hold that against Georgia, who gave up less than seven points a game. But Michigan is going to be the most physical defense that Georgia's played since the Clemson game. And remember, at Clemson game, they may have won 10 to 3. They didn't move the football. JT Daniels couldn't throw it. They didn't run it particularly well. Their one touchdown, obviously, was a pick six towards the end of the first half. So I think Michigan presents a different type of challenge for the Georgia Bulldogs. Obviously, their defensive ends, Agba and Aiden Hutchinson, who will be in the Heisman Trophy ceremony today. These guys come off the edge with reckless abandon. I think they're going to load the box. And remember, they've got a defensive coordinator who comes from your squad. He comes from Baltimore. He's been in the NFL. He learned under John Harbaugh. He's done a really good job at Michigan getting them back to playing good football. It's a different set of challenges, though, for the University of Georgia. Michigan not nearly as explosive offensively. They want to line up and punch you in the face. Can they do that in Jordan, Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean and guys like that? Well, and to that end, again, they actually play similar styles, right? Like, I mean, Michigan wants and will run the ball. You know, Cade McNamara, the quarterback of the Wolverines, a capable quarterback. But, uh, you know, is he that much better than than Stetson Bennett of Georgia. I don't necessarily know that. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but I don't think it matters because the style that Michigan's going to play is very similar to Georgia in the sense that they'd rather run the ball, play that physical, grind you down tempo, and beat you that way. I do think Michigan's offense probably has a little bit more big play capability, at least that's what we've seen um, from them lately. Uh, Is that an advantage that you can counter on? Yeah, because think about the couple of games during the regular season where Georgia – and I'd say gave up points. They, they had teams move the ball. South Carolina hit a couple of big shots down the field. Tennessee early in the game when Hennon Hooker was able to hook up with guys was hitting big plays. Obviously, Alabama found big plays. Michigan will do it off a different action. Josh Gaddis, their offensive coordinator, he ended up being the Frank Broyles Award winner, coach of the year as far as assistant coaches go. He wants to set it up with running between the guards and then taking shot plays. Two great running backs, Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum, who's their big play threat. Haskins is the between the tackles, pound you in the submission guy. I think what they're going to try to do is get Georgia's defense to suck up, maybe put an extra guy in the box, and then let McNamara take some shots. What they can ill afford is what happened towards the end of the first half when Kate McNamara tried to let Ohio State stay in the game, throwing a bad interception. Michigan's going to give Georgia some trouble. And, Mark, you know where we live. If the dogs choke in this one, it is going to be nine months of crying and beer in Atlanta, Georgia. It certainly is. One more here on the orange ball between Georgia and Michigan in the college football playoff. A lot of the chatter uh, around Georgia has been about possibly switching quarterbacks. Now, I don't think that there's any validity to it. I don't think Kirby Smart would do it. But I would argue that quarterback wasn't the issue against Alabama, regardless of who is under center for Georgia. It is not a team and not an offense that is built to be in shootouts. It's not who they are. It's not who Kirby Smart wants them to be. It's not the style of football that they want to play. And so when they get down by two scores and try to throw themselves back into a game, it is a recipe for disaster. Uh, I don't know how you feel about the possible change of a quarterback. Do I think JT Daniels probably is a bet, has a higher ceiling than Stetson Bennett? Yes, I do. Uh, but again, if Georgia's in a game that's a shootout, it's automatically advantage your other team. Yeah, old takes exposed. They want to get a piece of this when we're done. Georgia cannot win a national championship with Stetson Bennett at quarterback. He is limited. It is what it is when it comes to him. Yeah, it wasn't his fault against Alabama, but he sure as hell wasn't the solution. When you had chances to get in the game, he throws an interception down at the 10-yard line. You're still only down two touchdowns, and you get the ball back, and he throws a pick six. These are things that limit your offense. And let's be honest, outside of his connection with Brock Bowers, what are the rest of Georgia's receivers? We, we did some research during the week. They don't have a 30-catch guy not named Brock Bowers. How do you have all of these four- and five-star guys on your roster and you cannot come up with somebody that's more of a 30-catch guy? goes back to your point. This is Kirby Smart putting his stamp on what he wants the offense to be. He doesn't want to throw it around. He wants to play defense. They can't win a national title with Stetson Bennett 
playing this way. I'm not saying make the quarterback change today. What I am saying is you might want to have him ready like Nick Saban did two years in a row. One year it was Tua Tungavailoa. The next year it was Jalen Hurts. And that's how they went on to win championships. Yeah, and, and to that end, Georgia hasn't had a 1,000-yard receiver, I want to say, since I think it's in the early 2000s. Um, you know, in, it wasn't even A.J. Green who was a 1,000-yard receiver for uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. So it's been a really long time since they've had that sort of elite level receiver um, that could stretch the field and really, you know, use that to their advantage. But uh, nonetheless, we'll see how it plays out on New Year's Eve. All right, let's switch to some of the uh, New Year's Day games. Uh, one of them I've got my eye on, Oregon, uh, Ohio State, rather, in Utah in the Rose Bowl. I expect a ton of points. I think the total set around the mid-60s, 67 in that range. Um, I, I think Ohio State's the better team and should be able to cover the number, but I'm going to play the over in this spot because I can just see a ton of points coming out early. Ohio State's still the best offense in the country. Yeah, but they also have had two teams that bloodied them in the mouth. Obviously, we talked about Michigan winning in the in the horseshoe, and you go back to the Oregon game back in September. Two teams that lined up, ran between the tackles, and said, you can't stop us. Utah's going to do a lot of the same thing. They're going to line up and try to bloody the mouth of Ohio State. I agree with you, C.J. Stroud, Chris Olave, uh, Smith and Jigba. You also have Garrett Wilson, Travion Henderson, best skill positions in all of college football. When they block, and they didn't against Michigan, C.J. Stroud will sit back there and pick people apart. I do agree. I think this is a high-scoring game. I could see this easily being 41-31. I think the Buckeyes will win. I do think they'll cover the six-and-a-half points, but I think this is going to be a shootout uh, in Pasadena. Uh, under a minute left here. The Sugar Bowl between Ole Miss and Baylor. High-powered offense versus high-powered defense. Which way do you lean? Yeah, I'm going to go with Matt Corral. I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin. Baylor, you know, I, I know they got the win in the Big 12 championship game. They are offensively challenged. And Ole Miss sneaky is better defensively than anybody gives them credit for. Give me the Rebels to not only win, but win outright. Notre Dame and Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. Where do you go? Uh, give me Oklahoma State. I really like the way that they play defense. I think it's going to be a tough transition going from Brian Kelly to Marcus Freeman. I think Freeman will be really good in time, but I like the Cowboys. Uh, plus 110 seems really good for me. John Michaels, 680 the fan in Atlanta. Thanks so much for joining us here this Saturday. Appreciate the insight. Anytime, Zen. All right, coming up next from the gridiron to the hardwood of the NBA, a breakdown Saturday night action next here on Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSEN Bowl Betting Guide will be released Monday with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge, whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops Monday, so make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday here on VCD Sports Betting Network. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up next hour as well, we'll get back into the NFL and the division leader that you have the most faith in and the odds that go along with that division leader. Plus, we'll talk with Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus as we look at some props for the upcoming NFL Sunday. More on college football bowls next hour as well, including Army-Navy later on today. And just a quick note in reference to the bowl season uh, as we get ready for it getting underway here shortly. You know, some of the smaller bowls that are coming up, obviously, there's a different level of motivation for those teams because of the bowl that they're playing. And some of these bigger bowls and some of these more common teams, there is a disadvantage to trying to jump on an early number, as we saw with Pittsburgh and their game against Michigan State in the Peach Bowl because Kenny Pickett, is questionable now to play in this game. There are rumors that he's going to sit out and might not play uh, as the Heisman Trophy ceremony goes on this evening. And they pulled the line off the board very quickly. So if you had a Michigan State plus three ticket, you're pretty happy if he pulls out of this thing and backs out. That three points seemed like a gift to a Kenny Pickett-led offense against the worst pass defense in the country. And quickly that script has been flipped if uh, Kenny Pickett decides not to play for the Pitt Panthers in their bowl game. So caution betters uh, in that to keep your eyes and ears out for that sort of news and how it may change things in certain games. And motivation continues to be a factor in a lot of these bowl games. You talk about Notre Dame. I mean, Marcus Freeman, the new head coach since Brian Kelly's departure. I think there's a high level of motivation for Notre Dame to want to try and win their game for their brand new head coach. A lot of the talk around Marcus Freeman was that there were plenty of players who were lobbying for him to get the job and plenty of people within the athletic department lobbying for him to get the job just at 35 years old. Uh, now the head coach of one of the most prestigious programs in the country, but yet those players want to win for him in his very first game as Notre Dame head coach. So I think that motivation is a huge factor. Uh, you look at a, the the Houston uh, Auburn game. I think it's, that's the Alamo bowl, if I remember correctly. Um, and, and we'll discuss some more of these bowl games later, but um no, I'm sorry. That's the Birmingham Bowl that they are in. Regardless, how much motivation is there for Auburn? Now, there may be some for backup quarterback T.J. Finley, who's getting just, I think, his third start of the year in this game since uh, starting quarterback Bo Nix was injured. But that's not a very competent offense with him underneath it. And so I'm not sure the level of motivation Auburn's going to have to go out and win this game. And for a non-Power 5 school like Houston, it's a great feather in their cap to go out and beat a Power 5 school in a bowl game, remember a couple of years ago when UCF played Auburn in a bowl game and beat them, they self-crowned themselves national champions, which was utterly ridiculous. But that said, I only say that to talk about motivation continuing to be a factor in bowl games going forward. So just something to keep your eyes on. All right, let's shift gears here to the NBA. Uh, not a huge slate tonight, but three games that we'll focus on, including one big primetime one between the Warriors and 76ers. We'll get to that here in just a minute but leading off the washington wizards hosting the utah jazz utah laying five and a total of 218 and a half utah comes in as the number one number two scoring team in the nba behind charlotte uh and they are number three in three point percentage field goals and so i say this because i think this is an over spot for this game i'm going to play the over 218 and a half utah comes in winning six in a row and even though it's their fourth consecutive road game, it's against inferior opponents. And this is an offense that continues to be high-powered between Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, you know, uh, everybody on that that offensive set is really good. The Jazz are 8-2 and two to the over in their last 10. Washington, 7-3 and three to the over in their last 10. Now, Washington tied with the Miami Heat in the Southeast for first place, where four of the five teams are at 500 or better. So these are all competitive teams, but 
I believe Utah will push the pace here. Washington will do their best to keep up. Their defense, though, not enough, I don't think, to keep Utah into the high one teens, you know, around 117, 118. Um, and, and Washington's good enough to get to 100. That'd probably be where my count is. Utah likely covers this five um, just because they're better. But it'll be interesting to see how much uh, the pace picks up early on. Uh, it may also be a first half over that you can look at as well in this spot because I think these teams will both get out early and try to run. Um, and, and Washington will want to keep up with Utah's high-scoring pace because they don't have the defense to be able to slow them down. So I'll take the over 218.5 between the, the Jazz and the Wizards. Next game up, the, the Bulls and the Heat from Miami. Miami a one-point favorite and a total of 211.5. Now these are two of the best field goal percentage defense teams in the NBA. And so this total set at 211.5. I mentioned Miami favored by a point. This total set at 211.5. Is actually a really depressed total. It's the lowest total of the night of any of the six games in the NBA. Chicago's last three have gone under, and Miami has had back-to-back unders. I'm actually going to go contrarian and play the over here, and one thing sort of swayed me. Both these teams last played their last game on Wednesday. They went through a stretch identical of Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. So they had three games in six days with a night off in between, They've now had a Thursday and Friday night off to rest their legs. I believe they'll be fresher in this game. I believe that both these teams will be able to score at a better pace in this game. And with a depressed total of 211, given how good these teams are from a field goal percentage defense standpoint, I think you're getting an advantageous spot here, uh, especially after a couple of unders have come in for both teams uh, in consecutive games or three in a row in the case of the Chicago Bulls. Will it be a game where they go over by a massive total? No, but this will be, a, you're looking at maybe a, uh, you know, a 107, 105 kind of final, uh, which gets you to the window with a winning ticket. So I'll play a contrarian over here in this spot with two teams who have the best field goal percentage defense in the NBA. And then finally, the big game of the evening, uh, the Golden State Warriors in Philadelphia taking on the 76ers, 8.30 p.m. Eastern tip. Philadelphia catching two points, total at 415 and a half. This should be an easy win for Golden State and an easy cover. Uh, they're they're better, they're deeper, they're better coached, they're more consistent. Golden State seven and three in their last ten against the spread. Philadelphia three six and one against the number in their last ten, and they've lost three in a row against the spread. Um, Golden State is humming right now, top five offense in the league. Uh, Philadelphia is going to struggle to keep up in this game against this team. And when you look at how many points a game that they are scoring, uh, Philadelphia does not have the offense that it needs to right now to keep up only getting 106 point points per game. You know, again, comparatively for golden state, we're there at 113. Um, this just adds up for me with golden state covering the number at a short number at minus two for the Warriors. So uh, that's the NBA NBA slate that I'm interested for this evening. Uh, no other games really interest me that, you know, are, are all that exciting, but you do have some, some games in the NBA. Uh, when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers have been a great team for betters this year. Uh, they um, won again last night and covered uh, just a, a, a team that you can, bank on they're taking on sacramento tonight look at the cleveland cavaliers in a very advantageous spot against a mediocre team like sacramento uh as cleveland continues to do better as a favor and win at a much bigger rate than anybody thought they would have one of the bigger surprises in the nba this year is the cavaliers being a 15 and 12 team but 18 5 and 2 against the number this year so uh in the game against the Sacramento Kings tonight, um, they are laying six and a half, and we'll see if they can cover that number as well. All right, uh, hour number two of the program coming up. We'll get back into Army-Navy. Obviously, a vested interest for me as a member of the U.S. Army, so we'll have a sec there. Plenty more football to get to. Ben Brown is going to join us. We'll look at some side totals and props for Week 14 in the NFL, uh, and we'll play a little game of which NFL division leader do you trust the most Talk about the value going forward for all those division leaders, not only to win their division, but possibly go on to win their conference and the Super Bowl. So 
lot more to do here in our number two of this point spread Saturday. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for joining us, including again, the final college football game of the regular season before we get to bowl season between army and Navy kicking off three o'clock MetLife stadium in New York, black Knights favored by seven and a daringly low total at 34 in this game. So a lot more to come here. Make sure you stay with us. Final hour of Point Spread Saturday coming up next. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for joining me. You are watching Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.